This week's episode of the DLC Guys podcast show is brought to you in part by VoxelVoice.com. For the latest game reviews and previews, visit VoxelVoice.com. That's V-O-X-E-L Voice.com. Also, check out their Facebook page for your chance at regular game giveaways. That's VoxelVoice.com. Check them out. is the official DLC Guys podcast show. I am your host, Matt Bailey, along with my two equal Totes Press co-hosts, Cody Barrett, I like turtles, and Mr. Xander Todd. Hello, Jeff. And we are coming at you live from the DF Dub for episode number six, circa August 8th, 2017. Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Oh, yeah. Doing good. Doing it. All, all good. Not drugs, right? No, 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 no. Say no to drugs. Okay. Except over the counter. I get a how in life. Oh, okay. That's great. People, welcome to the show. We are only here for video games. No. No, that's it. That's all we're here for. (laughs) I'm here for the money. (laughs) We haven't gotten that yet, so I don't know what I'm still doing. We'll edit that. I'll put a big cheesy cha-ching. There There you go. That'll work. I appreciate that, um, gentlemen. Uh, it's been a, it's been a long week that we've had uh, since our last recording. Uh, what's been going on with you guys? Anybody, anybody play anything interesting this week? No, maybe. Oh, I went back and played um, Little Big Planet three. How was that? I forgot how much I liked it. How like, much it's you really like good? <laughs> Is, you look like a big kid over there explaining something you're mildly fascinated I'm, by. Right. <laughs> while you're looking, you know, while you're you looking get, you the get opposite one of those, direction. You get one of those weeks where you're like, what do I want to play? Like, Yeah. I don't, I'm, I've played UFC so much that I don't want to play it anymore right now. So, Who, Who's your character on UFC that you use? I do a creative character. Bruce Leroy? Nah. I do a creative character for career mode. Xander Todd? That's his name? <laughs> Like Matt was, Xander was Cody was freaking me out. He was looking over the mic. <laughs> like, I was like, "Is he mad? Is he upset?" <laughs> Why no. is this thing so high up? Sorry. <laughs> what you been playing, Cody? Oh man. Um, oh, actually, this can tie into our YouTube channel over at DLC Space Guys. Now, oh, I did it again. DLC Guys yes. on YouTube. Uh, this week I'll be putting up. The first in a YouTube series that we'll be putting out. Uh, it's a Rocket League series. It's called 10 Game Rush, where I will be just playing 10 games back to back and uh, hoping to come out with a better win loss record every time I do it. That so is like it that. 60%? I hit 60% last night when I recorded okay. for the first time. So 50, 60%, 60% what? Wins. So he had to I just did hoops games. last night, and oh, okay. uh, yeah, but that video will be out this week. There were some really good goals in there. I had my friend uh, Chance play with me. It was fun. So it's fifty percent. Is he a rapper? Um, a loss. The rapper? Not that one. Oh, okay, but he is a rap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Chance. A rapper. A rapper. A rapper. <laughs> Chance. A rapper. A rapper. <laughs> yes. Chance. A rapper. Uh, me. I've been playing Candy Crush. Ooh. Is that uh, still available? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I. I, I didn't fall into the propaganda where you uh, buy this DLC that they have in order to get more lives and more more turns and whatnot. I just play maybe like once or twice and then I'm done for like till I get bored again. But uh, I've been playing that. I played a little bit of what was that game uh, until dawn, uh, and I finally got to a point where I, I got stuck and it was very difficult, so I gave up. Oh, 
I, I I give up pretty pretty easily when it comes to games. You had so much hope for this game last podcast. I did. I this did. Game is so good. Yes, I played like right. an hour. <laughs> and you see just how just how fickle I am when it comes to difficulty as far as like playing games where I have to figure stuff out. But you like difficult platformers though. I do. I do. But I like I like difficult platformers that allow skill. And you still know what you're supposed to be doing. You're just barely missing right. it. Right. Yeah. That for me, that's not a frustrating difficulty thing. Yeah. But so. yeah, when you can't figure out where you're going, I get that. Absolutely. So moving on, moving on and moving on. Uh, fellas, what, what games do we have coming out this week? Uh, I, I know one in particular, one game in particular that uh, actually just came out or should be what? When, when is it dropping? It's Lawbreakers. Yes, August 8th. It's, yeah. August 8th? Yes. Okay, cool. What else is there? Stations, Xboxes, and Nintendo Switches. And the We've Got Games coming out this week for the PlayStation 4. Coming up first at number one, we've got Hellblade. Black Hole in the number two spot. Lawbreakers for PS4. Then we've got the Mega Man collection. The Legacy collection also. I can't read this next one, but it's coming out. Something starts with an M. It's got songs and shadows. Can somebody help me out? Masquerade. Moving to Xbox One. We've got got Black Hole Hole again, the Mega Man Legacy Collection, Masquerade, Songs and Shadows, I feel like I've said these games before, then we've got got Batman, the enemy within the Telltale series. the Switch, we've got Ironcast, Sonic Mania, Troll and I, Redout, Mario plus Rabbies, Kingdom Battle. And those are the games that we have <laughs> this week. Every last one of these games are coming out. That was intense. <laughs> I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. That was intense. <laughs> we would like to thank the DJ for coming in and oh, man. DJ Crazy Nice for coming in and anytime. I appreciate it. I appreciate letting us know what's coming out. I really I will felt be that. Here selling tapes. I do and I do a great mix that I release every Friday. Of the number one top hits of the Roaring Twenties. Yeah, the Roaring Twenties. So, ladies, really, you do this every Friday. So, ladies, show those ankles. Uh, uh, hey, it's not that kind of show. Pull down. Hey, hold, hold on. Whoa, DJ Pull Crazy down, nice. down. Pull down the hems of those skirts, 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 so that they are past your knees. Because we don't go like that. We don't really. We don't really Wait, you said that. the Roaring Twenties? The Roaring Twenties. Where was I at? In the you weren't even a twinkle in your granddad's eye. Because your granddad was probably a kid. That's where you were. Thank you, DJ Crazy Nice. I also play Batman. Oh, okay. That's why you kind of gave a pause? Absolutely. You know, it's not who I am behind this microphone. But it's what I do. This is your day job, Batman. That defines me. 
and I'm out. And I'm out. I want to thank DJ Crazy Nice for coming up here and, and reading off that list. Yeah, that yeah. guy was that guy was great. That was intense. That guy was great, and, and it was and it was like it was it was pretty intense too. Yes, I gotta check out those mixtapes. Yeah, check out those games, everybody. Those, those are great games. Anything that out of those games that you guys are looking forward to this week? Um, I probably won't play any of them. Oh, wait, that was this month. I'm sorry, this this month. That's all on one day. Was it really? Well, it said the eighth. The eighth, well, Nintendo the Switch, it kind of gave. Oh, people, I, I need to apologize. We are actually recording this on the seventh, not the eighth. So that eighth is tomorrow. Yes. I know I said I said the the eighth in the beginning, but I messed up. But I didn't want to go back and redo it. When you hear so, this podcast, most of them be out. Yeah, yeah. By now, you're probably laughing hysterically, and that's what we want. But I do. I didn't realize that Mario plus Rabbits was coming out. Yeah. Yeah, looks like it's coming out tomorrow. Are any of y'all looking forward to that? I really am. I, yeah. I like I like tactical games, and this looks to be like a, a really good XCOM style, which Nintendo's yeah, it never was, really yeah. had in their universes. So I look forward to it. It I don't know how they mm-hmm. always manage to make Mario look even more crispier. Like the graphics look. Good. The game looks well really, when you when really you put them in when you put them in battery, it gets pretty crispy. What? When you put them in some batter, it gets pretty crispy. That's tempura, right? I don't know what that, what you said. And since I don't know what you said, I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs> Watch your mouth. <laughs> and let's keep going with this podcast. Yes. But it always sure. it always looks good, though. It always looks good. It does. Yeah. Yeah. They, Nintendo does a great, great job. With I want to check out Lawbreakers, too. I though. said Nintendo does a great job. With Mario games and the way that they make him look. You're right. Were we supposed to argue? I don't know. No. <laughs> but this guy keeps interrupting Why me. Why did he get so hostile in here? I don't know. Bring back DJ. <laughs> he seems slightly less yeah. aggressive yeah. than this guy, man. Uh, so, um, Xander. Yes. Xander. Uh, you put this. You put this wonderful script together. Uh, why don't you read what's next? Um, so the first topic today is um, some news came out about Middle Earth: Shadow of War, where it's kind of a multiplayer game, but not really. You can't really play with your friends, but you can capture a base and edit it and customize it, and somebody can come in from another game like another person can come in and just kind of test that fort so it's so the first topic today is like online player inspired maps i think um we all agree like halo first started kind of started that trend where you can create now now that i think about it because i remember you saying that earlier uh i need to make a correction to that it was fantasy star online on the sega dreamcast you could make maps on that I don't, about, uh, I don't know about. I don't. I don't know about maps. Maybe not. Could but could first, an, another player come in and play on the map you created? That's the thing. Well, well, map creation, no. Yeah. No. So, so, is that what y'all said? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he was like, you know what? <laughs> no. Is that what y'all said? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like. Map. Uh, well, perhaps next time you should be a little bit. More I think um, in Halo your prep of me before we do. I think Halo started that trend, but I think Mario Maker perfected it because, I mean, that game gets so many hits. Like, with being able to... And Mario is probably the best platform to do it on because you can create all yeah. types of obstacles, and it's a platformer. Yeah, and most most people understand the formula and the mechanics of Mario, so yeah. it's kind of easy for them to jump in. Yeah, hey, yeah. Hey, Xander, can you explain what a platformer is for those who, who have listened to us for a couple of weeks and they're like... Oh my gosh, what is what is a platformer? What are they talking about? They keep saying it all the time. I would describe a platformer as like a 2D side-scroller to where, I mean, you're going to use your D-pad most of the time, and you just, it's like 2D. It's not 3D. So like the original Mario game, Mario. Yes, yes. Mario those 1, the, Mario 2, and Mario 3, those are platforms. Yeah. Okay. Oh, all right. 
Mario, Mario 2 is a farming simulator. Yes, it is. It is. <laughs> Pulling them root of beggars up. Yeah, and throwing them at spitting dung. Egg ducks. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, let's let's keep going. Let people hear that we are real and we laugh. Yeah, because Mario 2 really was bad. It was it was not bad. It you was, know, it was awful. We need we need we need to play it. We well, back, to, play it. back to the first play that game again. Back to the first topic. So yes. with with this news about Shadow um, of War and then we Mario Maker has been out what since 2014, 15 maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So it seems like this is becoming a trend. Do y'all think that this is something good for the gaming community? I think it is because it gives individuals a chance to shine. Um, it was really huge with the Halo Forge maps. You know, you could you could come up with your own theory, your make your own way of making a map because we always wanted them to the, the developers to make oh this this certain kind of map would be amazing if we only had like shotguns or if we could jump a little bit higher or if there was like no gravity but we had everybody had pistols or something yeah um it just it made the online experience and the stuff outside of like specifically shooters and halo it made the rest of the game uh a lot more enjoyable rather than just playing through the same old lists of same maps that everybody knows everybody goes to if you don't get there first then you pretty much know you're not going to win or whatever and uh i i it, it gives a lot of creativity to the user and allows them to allows other people to see what kind of crazy stuff other people can come up with because i've seen some of these mario stages and i'm like are you kidding me man I, yeah it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense how they number one come up with it and then number two beat it yeah because they have to beat it before they can release yeah. it yeah before you can publish it it yeah. has to be beat by you, you have to beat it wow. yourself yeah so would, somebody beat the <laughs> level. i wouldn't make a stage that is just flat for like three hours <laughs> I think it's a limitation on the top or something. And see how see how see how see strong go your, to the end. See, yeah, see how strong your resolve is. Somebody would just take a rubber band and tape it, like <laughs> tie it to the controller and walk away or something like that. So, what you think, um, Cody? Do you think that this is something that's good for the gaming community? Yeah, I've I've always kind of been drawn to games that allow you to to make some kind of environment or customize your play experience. Um, one of the first instances I'd seen it was the original Far Cry on PC. Their map creation software is yeah. ridiculous. And even on the first one, I mean, I spent on on the uh, Xbox 360 upgrade version or whatever, the definitive, whatever it was, uh, came out like early 2006, 2007. I spent probably 40, 50, 40 or 50 hours working on the same map and just, just tweaking it. I'm just into that stuff. But um, I think... I think it's really good for games just because when you play, it can be good for games because you get tired of the same old maps. Uh, there's a lot of creative people who don't, you know, if they're given decent tools to create maps and um, play experiences, then everybody who plays that game benefits from that. Uh, the Trials series has really, really crazy user-generated content. Um, especially Trials, what's the newest one? Fusion? Fusion, yeah, mm -hmm. Trials HD. Fusion. Yes, it's awesome. awesome. There's uh, there's things that you're not even just riding bikes. People have made like first-person shooters in that, in in that map maker. Yes. Wow, I got to uh, check there's that like out. A, there's like a Minecraft uh, variant where you're basically oh, playing Minecraft. I mean, it's real basic, but they just wanted to prove that they could do it within the engine. So I, I'm really into that stuff. It, it enhances and, and gives a little more shelf life to the game. I, I for, as we were talking too, I forgot about Happy Wheels was a big thing too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's big. Like Happy Wheels, like people would create things. I think I think it's good for the gaming community in the sense that it expands the game. Like it gives it so much life. Like people will still play Halo to make those Forge maps. I do. Like just, I mean, it extends the game so much. So when you're able to, like Mario Maker, you're talking about 2015, like people are still playing that strong. Yeah. Like, because it's, it's unlimited. And um, do you think that that causes developers to be lazy or just innovative? Oh, no. No, I, I, I think it causes them to be 
even more innovative because uh, what well, it was Halo Four. Um, they had a kind of like use the boomsticks, and it was kind of like a soccer game or something like that, um, where you where somebody carries a no. It was like uh, griffball. Yes, griffball. That started from somebody's forge map. And they made it into an actual playlist. Yeah. And it, like an and it became supported. huge. Like, I love. Did they improve on it or did they just. Oh, yeah. 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 There, there was different yeah. variants of Griff Ball where you could. Um, the one where they where it was like leading up to the Super Bowl one year. They had like these Griff. It was Griff Ball between, between like these mirrors and stuff. That was. I played that for Didn't hours. Did we play that? Yeah. 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 I think we all played it yeah. for hours. Yeah. And it was it was amazing. Um, so yeah, I, I think it causes them to think outside of their the box that they set for, you know, whatever, whatever development that they originally have, and it causes them to to think more outside of their limitations of what they're capable of doing. Well said. Yes, I think you 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 sealed that up. So what what game would you like to see this mechanic introduced in? Like if you could, like I was thinking about this for a minute. I, I want to hear you guys first though. Oh, Matt, Matt's glowing. Yeah, one. What is it? Destiny. What would you do? I would love. I would love to be able to see a like maybe not even maybe not trials, but something something with uh, the the crucible. As to where you can you you can at least make your own map. I think that would be that would be amazing. That would help. That would help the end game because you're spending a lot of time playing the game, spending a lot of time creating stuff, creating different matches, and I, I think that would just be amazing. Do you think that could be harmed by the natural progression system that Destiny's that Destiny has? I mean, do you think people could make maps where it could be easier to? grind towards certain things which could kind of break it because i think with destiny it might um it's interesting you say destiny because i kind of was thinking about that but i I did choose something else which i'll get to but um one thing that could be cool for a game kind of like destiny uh you know just from from my own mind hearing you say that uh if maybe just you could make a test arena where waves of enemies spawn and you and your friends can just go in there and, and kind of get used to your loadouts oh, yeah. in between matches. That would be cool. That's the um, yeah, that would be, you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, kind of like training or something. Yeah, like, that. like it, it doesn't it's a game affect mode any like experience that, or. But what's the game mode? Is there? It came out with um, yeah. I haven't played enough Destiny. Oh, you talking about um? I don't even know what I'm talking about. No, uh, but no, it's Prison good, of Elders. Prison of Elders. Okay, so I like that idea though, like because I mean, of course. The prison elders were where three people, um, a, a fire team would go down and you would just have to take on ways and there'd be different obstacles. Okay. But if you could create your own and have other people. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. I, um, that'd be, be kind of, that'd be really sweet. You could choose what spawns so you yes. can figure out how to deal with them. And yeah. Or, or if, if you, if you get a new gun or something and you want to kind of check it out but it doesn't affect like any of the perks that you right and you don't really you, level up you, while yeah. you're doing it yeah like if they were to be able to do something like that in the social space yeah where you just play with random people or go to go to an area and just test out your test out the weapons and stuff that would be amazing uh, funny that you said that cuz i i'll go i'll let <laughs> um Cody go next since we're talking about destiny i thought about destiny too yeah, yeah. but um the part that i would want to customize is the raid like if we can customize a raid or a strike or something like that to where and then have incentives right like to where if you create a raid that you and your fire team could complete but nobody could complete it for like so many trials that would be awesome you know like you can get like a I wouldn't say a weapon. I'll say like an emblem armor. or something or armor, something okay. that shows yeah. that you know, like so exclusive. they can have different community yeah awards. Yeah, you. that would yeah. be like awesome. I wouldn't do weapons because you know you'll get some people that will why create got, something. Why has he got that weapon? And then be able to co- incorporate um, enemies from Destiny One and Two, 
So different types of enemies that w- I think that would be good But I think it would be easier Because when you said the prison elders I think it would be easier to do with prison elders Than it would be with a raid Because yeah. raids are intense Like so yeah. probably prison elders Or strikes So that's that's where I would like to see this mechanic To where we can create stuff Yeah, yeah that'd, I, that'd, that'd be neat I agree with that doing with prison elders that, uh, Just kind of piggyback on that It'd be a lot simpler to, to like customize what what enemy boss that you want. You know, the waves waves will spawn out however they want. Um, Pick the terrain they, too. Yeah, that would be and, and lighting like, conditions. Yes. Oh yeah. man. And then Weather you can pick your, Sorry, you Matt. Can pick, yeah, pick your stipulations. And then like so, uh, Crota, how um, like you didn't regain. Yeah, yeah. You know your health and like. You get stuck in this bubble that makes you go slow, like just oh, incorporating man, all this. Awesome. It's so, yeah. But grind, I know. Bring back the grind, I know. So, what would you um, incorporate this in? There can only be one for me, oh. and I've wanted it for years. For years, not Zelda. What Mario Kart? Oh, yes. why? You know what I'm saying? Why they don't have it? Why not? Yeah. Why not? And and exactly. Thank you. I give you one from uh, give him past one. this, and now he'll give me one. Yes, we Full just circle. We just passed. Half, well, half circle. We we circle clapped. Pass the clap over here, hey. boy. <laughs> boy. <laughs> All right, so Conor McGregor. In yeah, here. but I mean, just imagine that's the door. I'm going. <laughs> yeah, just imagine though. I mean, Mario Kart tracks are awesome, but there's one thing that's true for wow. any. Any game that gives you a, a map creator or a content creator out of the box, there's better content that comes from that in the community than the people who even put the game together. Wow. Always. Yeah. So I can yeah. just imagine the Mario Kart. Why hasn't this happened? It needs to happen. I thought I thought they were able you were able to like create your own own uh racing stage on one of them. Never. I, I haven't seen it. Smash Brothers has added basic level creation. Yeah. Still not great. No. I don't know but. if you can do too much. I guess the way the platforms sit. But if, if they just made like a, a party playlist online and you can only play levels that have been, you know, they they keep a certain quality rating or, you know, however you want to weed out the bad levels. How it many, could be amazing. Uh, how many Mario Karts came out on the Wii U? One. Just One. 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 Do you think not counting virtual console? Yeah, this could. I guess it could be a DLC. I was thinking because they re- like they don't put out too many Mario Karts for systems. No, usually one. So we have Mario Eight Deluxe, which is really just a DLC upgrade, right? So they could yeah, potentially do I, one I for would, the Switch. They might be would, working on it. I think they would actually put out a full game, just like Mario. Cart maker. Oh my gosh! If they did a maker series, that'd be yeah. great. Oh, yeah. great idea. So okay, we're going on a tangent now. If they <laughs> make goes. a maker series, they got Mario Maker. We talked about Mario Kart Maker. What else type of gameplay? I want to see a Smash Brothers Maker. That sounds weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just fighting. Smash Maker. Smash, Smash Maker. maker. You got it. You're onto something. But I was just thinking about like, um. I like playing like Mario Tennis and stuff. Mario could make their own RPG maker called Zelda Maker. Oh, yeah! yeah. Wow, Legend Maker. They yes, call Legend that. Maker. Ooh. Yeah, that's what they would call it. Yeah. Oh God! Their own Nintendo. Ma- their we own are RPG Maker. Steady giving you jewels every Come week. Come get some Nintendo. Yes. Come get some Nintendo. Nintendo. Nintendo in America. Don't be pretendy. Be Nintendo. Hey, that's a new slogan. Trademark that. We'll get um, DJ. Crazy to come back and uh, do a song for us, but um, I sure hope so. <laughs> but that's a that's a great point. Like, I want to see that. Nintendo should. Really it seemed should. like there they it should have been done. Like it should have been a series, like you said, with Mario Maker. I'm surprised Mario Maker didn't come out on the Wii. I know when they went back to 2D Mario's yeah. and they had the pointer controls yeah. and they had everything in place I'm surprised we didn't get this back then so maybe it might be a, they probably re- will release Mario Maker after Odyssey to incorporate some of those like next spring yeah You're characters right. and elements yeah, yeah that that man just that that that's got me excited about what could possibly like 
like, like, uh, like, 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 oh man, it is Mr. Bill Cosby and he's back. Oh my god. Nintendo, you should listen to me. We couldn't finish one topic. You should listen to me if you want to make some more money. Let's hear it. Nintendo should come out with the Gillette Jello Maker. The Jello Maker for Nintendo and with me on the front copy holding up a, a big old pudding pop with Jello in it. I think that would sell. But what's that have to do with Nintendo? Bro? It's got everything to do with Nintendo, Mr. Bert. Who? Nintendo and Jello go hand in hand just like a unisom and some juice. <laughs> what is that? Makes people go to sleep. <laughs> Everyone knows. <laughs> Close your drinks. That's exactly what Mr. Juice Man OJ he told me. Yeah, that's what that that's what's happening in that relationship. OJ OJ brings the juice. And, and Bill, and Bill makes him lose. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bert, you got it right. I did it. I'm gonna play a few dudes for you here. Jello! I love ya! It tastes pretty good in my tummy. Oh my goodness! I'm That's scared. All That's all I got. Sounds good. That's Bill. all you get. Are, is it still a work in progress? You know, I'm working with the patent company to, to work out all the Jello and the, the, the pudding because you know the Jello is owned by Nabisco. Wait, so you don't have? You don't have rights to the Jello name. I have rights to whatever I need to get, Mister. Well, Barrett. we know that you think you have rights to everything. Yeah, there's this thing called legal. <laughs> Here's, not, not, okay, okay, Mister Barrett. I, I see you're one of these people who likes to fall into the propaganda of the of the, the little shadows of the world. But that's not how Mr. One Bill Cosby rolls. What I do is I go with the flow. I get me a Jello cup and say, Mr. Jello, and the Jello's like, yeah, Mr. Bill Cosby. And I think, Mr. Jello, what do I do with this right here? Do I need to contact the authorities to get the right rights for it? And Mr. Jello say. Oh, no, Mr. Bill Cosby, you don't got to do all that. Just eat you some Jello and go about your day. Bill, I think it's time for a nap. Jello really is the people's snack. It really is. When the people never let you down. I'm, I'm going to say something, though. I can't remember the last time I ate Jello. Can you? Yeah, like. Mr. Sanderson, Mr. Sanderson, you have offended me more than my son Theo. <laughs> Theo offends me with his choice of friends like the cockroach. And the, how, old is, how old is Theo now? Else. Yeah, how old is Theo now? Why do you people want to know how old you my people. son Theo is? You people, Bill? Really? I feel like you're trying to get a little bit too personal in the Well, life. Bill, you keep busting in on our podcast. I'm not busting in on The door was just wide open. Well, you, you came into our podcast and tried to sell Jello songs without having a license. To I, didn't sell, I didn't try to sell Jello songs. I sold Jello songs to this nice gentleman with the long dread hair right here. What's his name? Dougie Fresh? Uh, Matt? Doug E. Doug? Matt is trying to get back to the mic, but you keep pushing him out of the way. What is it? I'm not pushing anybody out of the way, Mr. Zanton. That, that's not what's going on here. What's going on is I'm just trying to plug a plug for some jello. <laughs> plug received. It's received. Nintendo has heard. All right. I will see you guys next week. When, stay tuned next week. Bill, how about you go take a vacation? Stay tuned next week when we find out if Fine Albert is ever going to finally get his hands on the jello that Rudy stole from him. And I'm out. Wow. Hey, thanks, Bill. Bill, stop playing with the piano, Bill. Get, get off the get, get off the get off the piano. You ain't nobody. I'm tired of this. That was lovely.
What a guy. Bill has a little weight to him. It wasn't easy tossing him out. No. No, it wasn't. He's well, he, he carries a lot of baggage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what else carries a lot of baggage? VR headsets. <laughs> you know what? From the crazy long wires to the insatiable computer specs that you must. I don't even know what that means. You messed it up. The segue was rolling. Yes, it was rolling. It was rolling. I'm just giving background. I'm just kidding. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Yeah, VR headsets, uh, VR gaming, you know. You know? (laughs) I do know. So um, we talked about this a little bit. Last week, and we said that we would expand on it a little more. Yeah. Like, we would talk and discuss the relevance of VR gaming as it stands today. Like, is is VR really a good way to game? Because two years ago, two years ago, when we had these these two huge startups, these, these companies, well, HTC wasn't a startup, but when we had Oculus. They might as well have been a startup because they had to revive their. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's crazy? HTC. Makes a better VR headset than they make phones now. What's the last HTC phone? HTC M nine. Right. It's it's just a serial number. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's phone name is different. The HTC phone. So we I mean we played a Cody, did you get it have you ever played the Vive? I haven't played that or the uh only only VR setups I've played are with my Samsung Gear VR, my S7, um, and the ah, what's the other one? What's the other one that I? It wasn't a the, PC setup. What am I, oh, PSVR! I did a demo of that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't done the PSVR. Which man. you haven't done? Uh, yeah, I haven't done PSVR. But uh, Xander and I have both done HTC Vive, which that I thought that was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I have a little. Uh, I have a cheap little VR headset for my phone that I use sometimes. Um, I, I personally, I'm one of the people, one of the few people that really, really likes VR. I want to see more evolution of it. So I want to see more saturation. I want to see people putting more money into making VR games or VR experiences. Uh, one thing that I saw on, uh, yeah, because uh, that actually brings me to something that I saw on YouTube, uh, which I actually played it's a uh, five nights at freddy's which i really want everybody xander i know you don't play i don't play i know you games. don't play horror games but it, it's it's not really that it's not really that scary um but the the just the experience that i was able to have over like watching a video on youtube and using the cardboard experience with that oh you use it really phone. cool yeah yeah it, it and it was really cool because uh it's like the setting is you're in a house um, the, the creator of Five Nights at Freddy's basically says, hey, you know, a little bit of the same spiel that the game is. Is made it out. a demo or it's, like it's a full like, game? Yeah, it's like a little demo. So you're looking around, you're just looking around camera or uh, I guess the camera goes to different places in the house and you start to notice that the door is open or something. And then you notice that. You see something move in the back. How peculiar! But you you have to, but you have to be like turn around. You have to be looking that way. Hey, door, you were close, right? And then, and then uh, at the end, of course, there's like there's there's a jump scare. There's a big jump scare, which uh, that teddy bear looking thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the first time I saw it, I missed it, so I was like, "Eh," because because the music started getting a little bit intense. So I got I got a question for you for both of y'all. So we talked about, because um, you brought it up in the beginning a little bit. You said that these VR, um, like, they have to have a high-powered device to run, like, a smooth VR game. Yeah. Do you think that it has to be so high-tech? I know that's not. So so beefed up with specs that we really won't get, we won't never get a solid game because it will cost too much? Because... If you got the perfect VR setup, it might run you what two thousand dollars. Yep, like for it to be like legit game. Yeah, for it to be like high end of what's currently even close to affordable. Yeah, yeah. Because I heard a lot your, of people. Your minimum is probably gonna be about eight hundred bucks. Yeah, and that's 
for it to just be decent medium yeah. specs. I mean, no, nothing that's VR right now is super high spec. No, I mean in terms of the game looking great, but just the VR requirements are just. Was it the game for the um, PlayStation E3 uh, super hot? Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it and yeah. it's just stick figures. So yeah. I mean, it could, but it's intuitive though. Yeah, like it's yeah. something that's pretty cool. So, but yeah. it's stick figures though. Like I can't. Yeah. Style over, yeah. Over it, just looking realistic. Like the, I mean, but not, but to to whoever that developers, to whoever their point or their help assistance or whatever, you don't have to have the best graphics to have a really good game. Ask Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> right. I mean, exactly yeah, for sure. You, you, everybody's buying. Everybody wants to buy a Switch. Do they have the best graphics or the best hardware? Not no, at all. The Switch runs on the seven twenty. That's a, that's a good point, Matt. That's a good point. So it, it, as long as you have something that's intuitive and very innovative in the way that you use it, it's going to be successful. And, I mean, well, pro- provided that the game is good as well. Uh, that's that's one of the reasons why I really like like uh, why I really like how Google approaches a lot of the a lot of the videos that you can uh, that are in three D with cardboard. Or how they approach cards. Because YouTube, uh, they have a tab now. That yeah, you it's it's a yeah. tab. When you go to the settings, you can use it. it can it can say like viewing cardboard. So mm-hmm. there was one video that I saw uh, somebody shot with a 3D or a 360 camera, and they were it was like swimming with sharks. And so I I put on my VR headset and was watching it. And I was looking at this shark just like come out of nowhere. And then uh, there, I think there was one where like a swordfish was like just zooming through the water. It was like it was amazing, and it and it you can have great experiences like that. So, I wish somebody, I wish somebody would tap into that kind of innovation and bring it to consoles. Now, now you bring bring up a good point. Like so, that was like a video, right? So the separation between gaming and video, right? Because I would love to see, and I think they're working on this. If I could be courtside. At a basketball game, oh, in yeah. VR. Yeah, I think yeah. they're working on that. The X Games this year actually did a partnership with, uh, I think, Samsung Gear VR. Yeah, and wow. see, yeah, with Oculus, and Oculus had a X Games app or something like that. I didn't get to watch it because I couldn't line up the times, but they actually did live broadcasts in VR. That'll be awesome. Games events. Dude, that, that's amazing. See, that's I wanted something. to get in on it. It looked awesome. Yeah, but Dude, they I'm, did that I'm, this year. Yeah, imagine, imagine. Like something since Sony's the only one, the only one that has a VR headset for their for their system right now, other than PC, no console, yeah, yeah. Imagine watching, you know, E3 or the Sony Unpacked event in in late this later on this year. Imagine just being in your room, but being there, being there. Like that's that's an experience that. I would pay. I would certainly pay for. Oh man! I and I think they're. I think they're making steps towards it because I know Sony did announce that Skyrim will be coming out in VR. I mean, side note: Skyrim has been repackaged so many times. Skyrim is coming to the Switch. Mm -hmm. I would be getting that. I would probably be buying Skyrim for the fifth time, but (laughs) I just I just like Skyrim, but. I think because Skyrim was made for PS3, so maybe they can do a decent. Um, I think so. Yeah, and Bethesda is not known for their sharp images and you know high graphics. Yeah. So I that's a good point though, Matt. Like if it's intuitive and it's something that's fun, I'll play with it like like a virtual tennis or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. You know with it. With a group of people, I don't know about virtual tennis. Virtual tennis seems kind of stupid, unless unless you actually have like like we joy cons <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I, I, motion controls mixed with it. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like being you know VR is for you to be immersed into a game. Which that that is that it, you you actually said some uh, motion controls. You brought up something which really really aggravates me about PlayStation. I love PlayStation. But they have all these different and separate uh, hardwares um, 
They have VR headset. Okay. They have you have the PlayStation Move. You can incorporate so many different games and have so many different experiences to make your console that much better, but nothing's happening with it. Like, I think I, yeah, I was an early adopter of PlayStation Move, and I really liked it. Like it was um, a game that me and my sister used to play all the time. It was like a gladiator game mm-hmm. that we used to like take the shield and block and sword yeah, fight. Yeah. It also had the archery, which is, I mean, of course they looked at what Nintendo was doing with the Wii, but um, I thought the PlayStation Move was. So the PlayStation, I'll, let me back up. The PlayStation Move was like what the Wii U is to the Nintendo Switch. The PlayStation Move was made for PlayStation VR. It just came out too early. Yeah. Like yeah. the Wii U came out too early, and right. now we have the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. So it's an evolution because. I, I like the the um, PlayStation Move, and um, I think this is where it's supposed to be with the VR. Because have you played with the PlayStation Move? No, that, oh, I haven't, I haven't the, had the, the controllers yet. feel awesome. Like the and and, and that was that, that was actually uh, me. My question didn't PlayStation Four actually have a specific PlayStation Move controller come out with the console? If it wasn't it with was, the console, it was a little bit afterwards. It was the same. It was the same one, the same move. The controller. same one for for uh, PlayStation Three. I don't know if they just packaged it. Yeah, as, it's the same. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same okay. con- like the same design and everything. I don't know if it was like this is the PS4 move, you know. But it was the same design, and I really like the design. Even the glowing balls, you know. A lot of people make jokes about those, but I think it's cool. Yeah, like I like it, you know. Yeah, yeah. And they they incorporated a lot of. Um, like ways to use the indicators of the colors, you know, into the game. I'd like I'd like for a few of the innovators over at Nintendo to sit at sit in at some of the, like PlayStation and Microsoft's, uh, you know, kind of meetings that they have. You want to you want a, and, a and war? <laughs> now, I, yeah, I do because I want I want better technology. I want more immersive games with what we have here. It's like we don't necessarily. In my opinion, I don't believe that we need another. We don't need a PlayStation Five anytime soon. We have we have great consoles. We yes, technology is changing every. It's a gift and a curse, months. though. It's a gift and a curse. I'll tell you why. Yes, because Xbox came out with Scorpio, so PlayStation feels behind because Xbox. Well, not Scorpio anymore. Xbox X is coming out. And they're saying, like, we're running 4K gaming, not native, not, uh, you know, upscale to 4K. It's like 4K gaming. So PlayStation is looking like, okay, if we don't do anything, we're going to get left behind. Because I think the PlayStation Pro, it gives you native 4K, which means it scales up, which we probably can't tell the difference. But just between the console wars, like, people are going to be like, oh, you're not running true 4K. You know, yeah, right, right. But the average consumer doesn't care, bro. The at really the average consumer does because it's something to brag about. It's it's a market employee. Well, we're also halfway through a console generation. Yeah. Well, halfway at least if we look at the timetable from the last yeah. console generation, halfway through that period, and people if if they're what? you know they're 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 wanting to upgrade to something. They see new consoles yeah. coming out. So they do care about future proof in their yeah. console, I think. Yeah, and uh, what, 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 I tell you why the like the, you said the average consumer. How many people were running around talking about the Xbox Scorpio has such and such teraflops? The, these were average consumers saying this, but they don't even know what a teraflop is. Yeah. It's because they can brag. These are the fanboys we're talking about. Yeah, I'm, that's true. I'm not a I'm not a fanboy. You know, if when I get the money, I'll. I'll get all the consoles, like, and a PC. But you're going to get Sony first, and you're going to make fun of everybody else until you get the other one. <laughs> right? Well, I'm working on getting that Nintendo Switch, so, man. You going to switch it up? Su- <laughs> I mean. We would like to play. But in the dream world, could you imagine, because Nintendo is very intuitive in their gameplay, especially later in their console um, in the console life, they get way more creative, right? Could you imagine, like you said, going into the boardroom? 
if they can go into the boardroom and adopt the power of like an Xbox console or a PlayStation console and put that in, into a Nintendo and still have that innovative spirit, that would be a that'd be a Frankenstein. That'd be a yeah, monster. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but yeah, I think VR is um where it stands today is it's okay. Like, I'm not rushing out to buy one. Um, I might be asking too much, but the only thing that would make me run out and purchase a VR immediately is if they are able to take any game and incorporate VR into it. So if I'm sitting down and I'm playing GTA, I'm playing with the controller and I decide, hey, you know what? I want to throw the VR on so I can throw the VR on and be immersed into the game. That's the only way. I would like run out and order one right now, and that may be asking for too much. I don't know. I, th- I think we're at a point where we're kind of in the format wars still. There, there's going to be one headset that that really, really, really picks up the slack and moves the industry on. Um, much like we had, you know, the motion control wars, the VR wars are here, and um, I think. PC for for the enthusiast, it's PC. Yeah, most people are on the PC side, but I think it's really promising. Just looking at the the lesser versions, um, or you know, lesser in terms of power. Just looking at my Samsung Gear VR. Yeah, I mean, the the games I've played are cool. Like Minecraft with a three with a Xbox One controller is so much fun. I want to experience that. Really cool. Do you play it on your Xbox One using? No, no. You play it. It runs on your phone. Oh, okay. In the Gear VR with your Xbox One controller connected via Bluetooth. Okay. Cool. Um, what they've done that's really cool on that, and and I think a lot of a lot of apps do in VR right now, is that you can go from either a perspective mode with Minecraft, and I may be moving ahead in our topic here, aren't I? No, you good. You good. So. You can go from a perspective mode where you're in first person and you're as you look around, your character looks around in the environment and you choose blocks by looking at them and then So when you move if I look to the left, it'll move me towards the left? Yeah. Well oh, no, it'll it just moves your head. That's okay. how you look around. You can use the right joystick to like to turn. That would probably it would probably be awesome to it's, play. It's probably terrifying though, like do they oh, have when you're on the edge of a, when you're on the edge of like a gorge? Oh, it's it's awesome. Yeah, the the sense of height and, yeah. and depth is is really really great for Minecraft. Yeah, and even though the world doesn't look believable, you're still like, oh wow, that that That's is a, a deep canyon. Yeah, <laughs> like oh let me let me fall in there. Do you have um? Does the mobile version have all the enemies and? Yes, it's um. So it has a survival mode. Yeah, it has survival creative. Um, what's really great about it, though, I mean, if you get tired of, of you know, having to look around and deal with all that, you can actually put it into, like, a theater mode. I don't know what they really call it. But just like the Netflix app, and I don't know if you – are you familiar with the yes. Gear VR Netflix app? Like, puts you in a living room You're in something? a cottage. and Yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. I yeah. love that experience. But just like that, it'll warp you out. Excuse me. My God, what <laughs> – just like that, it will zoom you out, and you're on a couch in a Minecraft house, and on the wall is a huge TV, and you're playing Minecraft on the TV. That's cool. Just wow. like that Netflix experience. That's that's cool. pretty cool. I like that stuff. Yeah, that, stuff like that. That's what that's what really gets me excited because I would love, I would love to just like be on lunch or something, and you know, if I'm sitting in my car, put on a Gear VR headset and watch like Game of Thrones or Mister. Uh, Mr. Robot or something, and just like I'm watching this giant 102 inch screen, yes, yeah, but it's it's just in this headset. That's one of my favorite things about gear, uh, the Gear VR that I've messed with is just that ability to kind of take yourself out of your current room and look at a huge screen in front of you. Yeah, it seems stupid, but it's so, it's really engaging. So you guys had to pick one game, one game that's out right now. That a developer will put all their money and time to to create the perfect VR experience. What would it be? I I got mine. I'll, I'll go ahead. So that it will catch on in the mainstream, it's going to take something big. Like imagine if if it can still be 
competitive and still be balanced, Call of Duty or Battlefield. Mm. Give us yeah. something huge, and 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 I think that would do it. They they do sell those vests on Amazon. Oh, get out of here with the vests. <laughs> <laughs> those ones that nobody kinda, nobody <laughs> wants one of those. I do. That's terrifying. <laughs> My ribs are broken. What would yours be, Matt? Um, it's not a game that's out, um, but it's a game that's coming out. I would love to see Mario Odyssey in VR. Whoa! I think that would be third person or first person, both. Like just just to be just to wow. be able to move the camera around, look around the environment, see like when you come up against Bowser, just be able to see exactly how big Bowser is in comparison to Mario, especially if you're in first person in a wow. first person view. And then whenever you hectic. go whenever you go to two D, like have the entire world switch to a 2D environment that you can look up and you're like, oh my God, this is 2D. It's different from 3D, but like have, have something. And you can like where, look out of screen to see secrets and stuff like that. Is that what you mean? Well, well. That would be awesome. Well, kind of like, kind of like you're, you're just on one single plane mm -hmm. and there's, there's a, uh, there's, there's a video on YouTube where, where it kind of like takes to, takes the 2D Mario and makes it kind of in a 3D, but your 3D scroller, but you're aiming, you're just walking down. Like, if you were actually Mario, this is what Mario Oh, yeah, see. I've seen that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, I, you know, I, I would imagine something similar to that. Not so much kind of 3D-ish, but a little bit more kind of 2, 2D kind of experience. But I would love to see Mario in some sort of VR world. That yeah. would be amazing. Yeah. Heck, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What in the way? I think people would lose their minds if there was a Smash Brothers VR. How did you that even do that? That would be so tough. How you even do that? You would be throwing up. Right. <laughs> like, that's so much movement. Like, like, just imagine, like, falling off the cliff and then just kind of hopping yeah, back Yeah, but how, how are you aware of where everybody's at? Yeah. It's just too fast-paced. Yeah. That would, oh, that would kill me. Yeah. <laughs> literally be, kill you. It'd be fun for, like, yeah. maybe five minutes. I'm, I'm doubling down on the, on the FPS. Somebody's got to nail the FPS. I don't know if it's if it's Halo or if it's... Mine was Destiny. Yeah, it's got to be an FPS. Like, cause get it right. Yeah, cause, they've been messing with it, but mm -hmm. we need we need something huge. I think Destiny would be a good place to do it because you have the FPS element, but you also have like the fantasy with the supers and stuff like that, yeah. and then the different types of weapons. So you'd be able to like, like the thorn, you'll be able to see like that green smoke coming off your weapon, you oh, know, yeah, while it's so on your side, yeah. or like, and then to be able to see. Um, to Matt's point, like the scale of enemies, because yeah, like when you're fighting Crota, like he's like three stories high, right, right, you know, and with a sword that's two stories, like <laughs> being able to like run up on him, and look I think, around and see your teammates, yeah, oh, it's just be crazy, and oh, it would off cliffs. It would turn Destiny into a horror. Genre because like all those monsters and stuff. I think oh, Mario yeah. would be considered <laughs> right. <laughs> like yeah. I mean, anything that you get that immersed into, I think it just changes the game. And I don't know, man, doing a raid with so, a full man. like VR experience, dude. Just imagine like, your stomach be dropping like because when you jump, yeah, dude. Imagine like doing Crota's End. And that that place where it's just dark. Oh yeah, with the lamps all and those, stuff. Yeah, seeing all those thrall. Oh my goodness, that would be that would be crazy. Yeah, like seeing a hundred enemies just running straight at you. And I'm, I'm about to dark. derail this whole thing. What? But it's worth it, what? guys. Oh, please take us. Nintendo, listen, please listen. Listen. Super Mario Galaxy VR. You know Whoa. the segments wow. where you are going from like little asteroid to asteroid or whatever you're going and on, shoot, yeah. and you're you're going on this path. You switch to first person and you look around at the gems to collect them instead of pointing the Wii remote. Wow, wow. that would be good. Dope. It had man thinking about this now. VR has so much potential. It does. Yeah, yeah. I think that we're for the technology in the price range. It's a gap. Because, like you said, like we need powerful, like consoles and computers to run these. Yeah. So we're in a VR war and also a hardware war. 
the thing is, what company is going to step out and, like, exceed the chip war, you know, for the graphics and stuff like that? Yeah. That's a good point. Man, I, I hope, I mean, a lot of people say that we're, like, five years away from a really good VR experience like that. I hope it's not that long. I think, I think the company who's going to do it is either going to be HTC with the Vive with their line. Yeah, they're pretty far ahead. Yeah, or I really, really believe in what Microsoft's doing with, with Oculus. No, is that not Oculus, Oculus with no. their um, integration with uh, Samsung's Gear VR. I'm blowing it, dude. I can't think of the name of it. Like, oh, the HTC Vive. No, 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 no. Their mixed reality headset. The mic- Hololens, Hololens. Oh, They're I HoloLens. forgot about the Hololens. I, I'm Hololens. more interested in mixed reality than I am so that's, VR. That's um, the Hololens. Aug- augmented. You know what I'm talking about? Where they they yeah, roll out yeah. Minecraft on a table and they're shooting through walls and is, stuff. Is that not the same as like augmented reality? Right? Mixed reality and augmented reality. Yeah. Um, where where the graphical Im- the graphical images? Who needs to say it like that? Where your everything is happening in your game is. It, it's laying out on ledges in your room. It's going, you know, yeah. it's, it's being projected onto the wall in front of you. Microsoft it's, is instead, a, of, instead of being virtual reality, it's augmented yeah. reality. Yeah. Did Microsoft do reality. a? That's um, what uh, Microsoft's is calling it. A demo. Microsoft's. It's <laughs> what the Microsoft's <laughs> is calling it. Those guys. Microsoft, they did that two years ago, right? At E3 or something yeah. like. Yeah, that. and they've given yeah. us tiny up, updates since. I saw one video where this guy walked into his uh, kitchen and looked. Looked on the um, what's it the island mm-hmm. and then Minecraft was laid out. Then he looked into his refrigerator and like was hitting something in the yes. air and like adding stuff to his uh, shopping list. Yeah. Wow. Then he turned around and like the news was in front of him, like a huge screen. Like I think well the Google um what's glass yeah Google, Google glass. glass they're they're going through some legal issues right now yeah because yeah. of people like. They're scared of people wearing it while they drive. It was drive. just never a consumer product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, as I was looking for, I was looking kind of pricing out to pricing out another laptop. Mm. I stumbled onto the Lenovo website, and Lenovo has an augmented reality headset coming out, and it's it's in conjunction with Star Wars, and it's the it's a it's a headset that's like glass, but the screen is projected in front of you about maybe two inches in front of you and you also have a lightsaber so like you can go in anywhere anywhere like around your house and like you the game is going to be projected in front of you like it was it was amazing oddly specific yes i'll show yeah i'll I'll show you that it was just a small teaser trailer that they have on their website yeah it it looks it looks amazing pretty awesome outside of gaming uh, I mean, I know we're focusing on gaming here in VR and, and AR, but um, I saw a HoloLens demo. Just this small team had put together the software. Uh, it was just a proof of concept, but this is where we're going. Eventually, you could have these at your workstation when you go to work, at your desk. You could have HoloLens or whatever it's eventually called as a consumer product. You could have this and, and no monitors. And let's say... Yeah. You pick up this thing, and in front of you, in your little cubicle, you've got this wall. And in front of you, when you pull this thing up, you can just slide up wow. multiple windows. Multiple, you don't even have screens anymore. Like you Iron just Man. slide them on the wall, put them in place. There's a tech demo when we finish this of that product. Blows your mind. This guy's just flying through his windows on his computer. He's do, it's, it's not just a proof of concept. They actually have it working with this operating system wow. and he's, he's moving stuff around even with a mouse, you can do it. I mean, it could still work like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you're, there's a lot of things this accomplishes. You're not paying for multi, you're not constricted by these screens and the limitations of their, just their pixels. Yeah. You can move windows over here, turn to your right side. And this is where, this is where your, you know, your task files from, from this assignment you're working on is, and if your computer's powerful enough, maybe all around you, you have things that, posted. That, yeah, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. That sounds that's, I'm excited for and that. And it's probably, like, very energy efficient, too. Yeah, for sure. Like, because it's just running off the 
HoloLens. It's and not, the, there's no yeah. security worries. I mean, nobody can be over your shoulder looking at your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's, really interesting stuff, guys. I, I'm, I'm excited the feature. for Yeah, I'm excited time for to the be future. Alive. <laughs> I am excited for the future. Oh, my God. And what it's VR so and augmented reality and whatever Microsoft is calling it. Microsoft reality. HoloLens. That's it. HoloLens. Mixed, mixed micromedia mixed, reality. Mixed micronesia reality. Xbox microlens. <laughs> Xbox One X VR X. AR. Well, that, that pretty much wraps up our show for today and this week. Uh, we appreciate everybody listening to us. Uh, if you haven't already, go ahead and like us on iTunes, Google Play, at DLC Space Guys. Not the outer space. Not the outer space, but DLC, DLC Astronaut Guys. And hit the space bar. <laughs> guys. And subscribe and leave us a review and comment. Tell it, other people, tell all your friends, cheering and babies, that you enjoy the podcast. Uh, you can also go to YouTube and subscribe and turn on the notifications so that you'll get any gameplay news and reviews. And uh, basically just all around entertainment that we put out for you. And you can find us on YouTube at DLC Space Guys as well. Uh, if you want to drop us an email, send us an email at DLCGuys at gmail.com. You can email us anything, your comments, anything you want to hear from us, any topics of discussion, uh, something, you, something you just want to hear in a later episode. Let us know. Send us a send us your love. What about the uh, where, also the inbox if they want to send some song requests through to DJ Crazy Nice? Yes, Crazy oh, yeah. Nice debut today. Yeah, DJ Crazy Nice was uh pretty he's pretty crazy. Is he taking requests on the Crazy Nice yeah. line? Yeah, yeah. So go ahead and send a uh, request to DJ Crazy Nice at dlcguys at gmail dot com. Go there at like inbox us. dot mail. <laughs> Hot mail. Dot internet with an S. Interwebs. Peace. Yeah. Deuces. We're out.